Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, welcome back to Playing Out From The Back. It is Stoppage Time edition. We've got some bonus content for you guys. And today I'm joined by my co-host Aaron White. And we are also joined by a special guest over the other side of the pond, Lauren Sesselman. How are you going, guys? Yeah, I'm good. Glad to be back. Welcome, Lauren, Lauren to the pod. Hey, guys. What's up? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have you. And uh, yeah, so, sorry, we, we lost our uh, our other team member again, Mo, on, on this one. Um, but I think we've definitely uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're quite happy to have you, Lauren. It's a good substitution. Place, sorry, <laughs> Thanks, it guys. Is a great substitution. <laughs> great substitution. Um, so, Lauren, just for for uh, listeners that don't don't quite um, know what you've been up to, we know fabulous background you've had but t- tell us a little bit about your your football background and then we'll we'll deep dive into that yeah so I'm from Green Bay Wisconsin go pack go and um I played at Purdue University and then I played in the NWSL for many years and then played for the Canadian national team playing the Olympics World Cup have two medals um so yeah I mean soccer's been a huge part of my life and you know I'm very honored to have um, more in the Canadian jersey and just to represent Canada and my father's from Canada so that's the connection and so yeah I mean football's been such a great part of my life so I'm excited I think uh one thing that stood out to me and I'm before I know I know Aaron's got a couple of things he wanted to ask you but I one thing I obviously did like the fact that like you said you represented the, your country in the Olympics and it happened to be here yeah. so mm-hmm. what what was what was your experience like, um, obviously, coming over to London for, for the Olympics? I mean, it was so surreal. I mean, first of all, I've always wanted to travel to London. I've, you know, just so much history there and especially football history. And um, I mean, just to be able to set foot in like Old Trafford and Newcastle, those fields where you grew up watching people that you really admired. It's just it's pretty special. And to have your family there 
So we went there for about, we were there for about a little over a month to train. And, you know, um, we stayed in the same hotel as like Neymar and Marcelo and all those guys. So it was cool just to be around oh, wow. people. Wow. Yeah, just be around people that you looked up to and you see them walking around the village and stuff. And, and you're just like, pinch me, you know, I'm really here doing this, you know, I mean, ever since I was a, a little girl, it's something I dreamed about. And um, I mean, we had such an incredible journey there. Um, I'm still a little salty that we weren't in the, the gold medal match, but um, <laughs> we, we can talk about that one later, but um, you know, to be able to see our flag rise and to put, you know, a bronze medal around our neck was something I'll never forget and cherish forever. Yeah, I don't think there's many people that have any form of medal from the Olympics, so uh, gold, silver or bronze, I'm yeah. sure it's still a nice, yes. nice thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to say you're Olympic medalist is... Uh... Especially in its own right, isn't it? Yes, I mean, I mean, I I can't complain. I've been able to do it all, and so, you know, I'm just I'm really happy that I got those opportunities. Yeah, that's it. so I mean, okay, I fast forwarded there. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's, be, let's be, I I just got excited. Then. It's okay. Like, I mean, let's, <laughs> let's 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 rewind. Let's let's to go back to the early days. How, and especially with it's a little bit different here. I think obviously from in, in England, I think obviously in Canada and the states, um, mm-hmm. like women's soccer is is still huge, right? Mm. So, t- tell us yeah. tell us what it's like there and how, how you became um, who, who you are now. I suppose how how did it all begin? So for me, I mean, I grew up in a small city. Green Bay is pretty small. Um, soccer wasn't huge. We're you know mostly a football town, American football um, and hockey. And especially with Canada as well, very hockey um, centered. And so for me, I kind of just like went up through the ranks. I, you know, I was always playing up and played with guys. I started soccer when I was 11. Um, So I was kind of a late bloomer in the sport. I was a huge basketball player before that. That was like my sport. And, um, and then soccer kind of just took over my life and I just had so much fun and then went on to play on a team that was a couple hours away from where I lived and all of those girls went D1 and then um, played ODP. That was back when like ODP was like a big thing and cool. And now it's like not really a thing anymore. Um, And that's where I met my college coach and went on to Purdue where we were top 10. Um, I was a forward as well um, at Purdue and had, had a great time. And then after that got drafted and into the NWS, well, it was the WPS for three years, and then it became the NWSL after the Olympics because the WPS folded. Yeah. Um, and then I started playing for Canada um, in 2011. So I had reached out to Canada and it was basically like, I'm here, you know, take me, give me an opportunity. <laughs> you know, I, I wrote to them like all the time. They probably thought I was so annoying, but I was like, here's my schedule if you want to check me out. Because, you know, it's just, you know, I'm always like a big believer in like putting out like positive vibes and like what you want to achieve. And I feel like you have to be a go-getter. And especially in the soccer world, especially when you come from um, a small city. And so I was always like that go-getter mindset that if you want something, you got to go up there and get it. Like even with colleges, I wrote to them. I said, this is who I am. This is what tournaments I'm going to be in because they might not know who I was because I was in such a small city. And, um, so I kept putting out there, I'm like, Hey, watch these games and never got called in. And I was like, and they barely, I don't even think they responded. And then all of a sudden the the 2011 world cup, um, the Canadian team didn't do very well. And they let go of their coach and they got John Herdman 
Um, and he was like, look, I'm going to revamp this whole team. And he was giving chances to people um, that were kind of like no namers. And so I had been in the, in the NWSL for about three years and I was a forward at the time and I wasn't really playing much. Um, so I went to, from having a really good career in college to not getting much of an opportunity um, in the, my first three years of the pros, which is fine. I mean, it's, that's, you have to, everyone has to earn their spot. And I don't think I really fit in as a forward um, in, you know, in the league, unless you were like super, super fast, you know, and I wasn't the fastest, but I was very strong. Yeah. And so when I went into my first camp with, with, with John, um, the first day, first of all, I'm here like, oh my gosh, Christine Sinclair. Like I thought she was so, she is so cool. She's like, I've been watching her play for so many years, but just to be like standing in the forward line, like doing drills with her, I felt so cool. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the coach is like, Seth, like you're left footed. Um, you're tall, you're strong, you're good in the air. So how do you feel about playing defense? I was like, uh, never played defense in my life, but yeah. you know, I'll give it a go. So he, he sticks me there. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I went and I scored like, some upper 90 shot like for midfield and he was like where did that come from i'm like i didn't know what to do so i just kicked it and, <laughs> and, and, and two days later i'm starting against the u.s we had a, a two-game series with the u.s and i was starting left back and it was the coolest thing in the world because and then after that um i started getting opportunities um in the nwsl and um, teams wanted me and i just felt like i finally earned my spot and who knew that it was going to be as a defender but i <laughs> i can attribute to uh, my basketball skills because if you ever watch me play soccer i play like a basketball player and so that's why i'm okay. a huge advocate of playing multiple sports growing up um and so yeah, that's kind of – then we went into um, the Pan American Games and won a gold medal just a couple months after that, and then it was time to prepare for the Olympics. So that's kind of – and then I became a fix because everyone got injured. So I had to play my first game at center back against the U.S. Like, when everyone got injured in the last game, um, I, I stepped in for, like, the last, like, 10 minutes. And then after that, I'm like, who's going to play center back against the U.S.? Like – you know, we all looked at each other because he tried me there once at practice. And if you don't know how to play center back, it's actually a very tough position. It's not easy. Yeah. It's yeah. not easy because yeah. you have to be the boss back there. And people are like, it's such an easy position. And then they play it and you're like, oh, no, it's not. So, and I was terrible. No. I was terrible. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But when you're in a game situation, I was always a gamer. I was never really like the, a, a good practice player. So when I got thrown into yeah. the situation, you know, everything just comes back to you. It's like, oh, yeah. I need to do this. I need to do that. And if you know the game, you understand the game. And then I kind of, and then <laughs> he announces that he's like, Seth is going to be playing center back for, for that game. And everyone's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> yeah. But I think I was always meant to be a center back. It, it, it actually all worked out. So um, it's kind of, I always tell these kids, I'm like, make sure you're, you're versatile. Like you can play different positions, learn different positions because I've had so many coaches that are like, you know, everyone's trying to make them the modern day fullback right now. You're taking a lot of the forwards and making them outside backs, but some of them don't understand how to play it, when to step, when not to step, when to hold the line. And I think so it's really important that I tell the youth now to make sure you guys are really learning the game and learning all the positions and what each position yeah. does around you. It's, I think it's really imperative. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Just the, just going back to the, to the very beginning, uh, what or who made you start playing football? 
So uh, my dad was a huge basketball player. So he was, we were always out playing basketball together. He was my coach for basketball and he was, and then my brothers, I was the oldest of three. My brothers um, were playing and I would always go, actually the neighborhood kids were all boys. And so I would go out there playing roller hockey with them, soccer, pretty much any sport you can imagine. And that's, kind of why I became such an aggressive player because these boys were always trying to <laughs> trying to hurt me. I'd come home and my mom's like, do you want to play with dolls? I'm like, no, this kid just threw me in the mud. So I hit him, mom. And, you know? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Lauren. And, but honestly, like seeing my brothers out there, they were both goalies, which was kind of great because then I could always shoot on them. Um, kind of made me yeah. get into it. And I remember the first day my mom's like, I signed you up for soccer. And I was like, okay. So I got there and it was co-ed. Um, cause in, for the school I went to, it was co-ed and I sat on the bench. Yeah. I sat on the bench for most of practice. Cause I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. There's boys. And I'm, which is weird because I've been <laughs> playing with boys, but so the coach is like, are you sure you don't want to try it? I was like, fine. So like halfway through practice, I go out there. I just throw this boy. He goes flying. And then I scored a goal. My mom picks me up and, and I'm like, this is the best sport ever. And she's like, you literally, she's like, you literally went from hating this and not wanting to do it to it's your favorite thing in the whole world. And then after that, like everything, I just wanted to play soccer 24 seven. And, and it was, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Did, um, with, with your parents obviously being involved and obviously encouraging you to, to play what's it like there in terms of traveling for games? Cause I know here a lot of the parents are under pressure here mm-hmm. in the UK uh, to, to obviously take their, their kids to every game and get to practice. Is it, is it the same there or do the, the, the teams sort of help out a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, I was very fortunate and blessed to have um, parents that were really like present and they were always taking me everywhere. Um, my dad with his job, he was able to, um, kind of take me everywhere. My mom worked at the hospital, so she wasn't um, able to as much. But um, when I started playing, everything was pretty much in Wisconsin. So it wasn't like I didn't really start traveling until like high school. Um, so we really didn't have to worry too much about that. But nowadays, like they're traveling everywhere and doing tournaments like in in Timbuktu. It, it's it's crazy. So I think it's so all the kids that are listening and the parents like thanks parents for all that you guys do and kids make sure you thank your parents and everything they get to do for you and help you with. So <laughs> yes. Shout out to Ernie and Debbie Susselman. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Go on Aaron. What have you got? Uh, just, you mentioned obviously the Olympics and uh, the Pan American games before that. You also played in the world cup. Yes, in 2015 was that? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And that was in Canada as well, wasn't it? That yes, it was. A, that must have been a good experience. It was absolutely incredible. Besides the fact that we had to play on turf, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so it was it was phenomenal. I mean, every game was sold out. Um, just to walk around the city and people just be cheering for you was amazing and for me it was like even like the biggest stepping stone for me because I just came back from an ACL injury so in 2014 the year before I had terrible knee injury that just mentally just drained me and Mm. didn't know if I was gonna be back and you know I was kind of like in my prime at that time I remember coach Herdman was like Sess like this is like the worst timing ever and I said I know but I'm gonna be back and I worked really hard and I you know I got to play and start every game and the I mean, to play in the World Cup is like, it's just, I can't even, I can't even describe the feeling. It's the coolest thing 
ever. And for it to be in Canada was, was pretty special. So, um, I mean, I've made so many incredible memories and, you know, to play alongside my teammates, they're just incredible. And, you know, luckily, I mean, unfortunately we, we didn't make it past the quarters, but just to be there was, was awesome. Unfortunately, we lost to England. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want. I, I didn't want to bring it. You up. didn't want to bring it. I was a little salty. I'm still a little salty. I thought you were setting that up. I would. But I, I genuinely yeah. thought you were setting that up. Actually, and I did it for you guys. Yeah, she, she got there before me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on on the sort of international stage, obviously, we've seen the successes of of what's happened, obviously, in in the states mm-hmm. and the the American team there. The yeah, the the English girls have definitely got a um, hell of a lot better, and we yeah. we we've seen that, and we've seen that rivalry kind of escalate between them and mm-hmm. uh, and the states as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think who 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 do you think will be that team or that country that will topple the the states? Can you can you see someone really competing with them at this point? I mean, you saw it last World Cup. I mean, you know, even Spain. Like, it's just it's incredible how far women's soccer has come around the world. And every country is just bringing it and bringing it and bringing it. And, um, you know, I mean, England is always phenomenal. You know, Brazil, Germany. The thing is, is what's so special and amazing about sports. It's whoever brings it that day. You know, you can't really just outwardly see this person's going to win. This person's going to win. But I think the talent has has greatly increased. I mean, look at, we even have tons of Canadian girls playing overseas right now in PSG, you know, Leon, getting that experience that we didn't even get that opportunity because we were trying to build the league in the States. So we weren't allowed to go overseas. Um, Like I, I got offered to go play to man, uh, man city and it would have been amazing, but we weren't allowed to do that. So it's amazing to see now our youth going over there and playing um, every day, such great competition um, it's going to be a pretty awesome Olympics this year. I'm really excited to see what happens. Like, I know our Canadian team is young, but, you know, they're a force to be reckoned with. But England has been so fun to watch for me. Um, I have to, I, I never thought I would utter those words. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but really, but really, um, they've been they've been really fun t- to watch. I mean, honestly, like Lucy Bronze is yeah. She is the like she is my one of my favorite players just because I think I, it reminds me a lot of myself of how just how strong she is and how she plays and just bulldozes people, but she's absolutely yeah she's just incredible <laughs> and so honestly it's anybody's game this year I think that the U.S. is always going to be such a great team because of who they have and but I think that they might fall this year. So hopefully, sorry, U.S. girls, if you're listening. <laughs> I think you guys are awesome. I, I would love to see someone else take the reins and 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 beat them. Um, I mean, it's 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 pretty special what they've built. Not gonna lie, but yeah. I mean, the the game is evolving so much that it's just fun to watch. You know, like just watching. You know, like uh, Man United, Arsenal girls, Tottenham, just everybody this year. I've been watching a lot more of, of the women playing just because I know people now over there. And um, just to see what they've done with those leagues over there and how big they're getting. And, um, yeah, I think it's pretty special. Talking about those players you yeah. just mentioned, Lucy Lucy Bronze being one of them, uh, it sets me up quite nicely for the next few questions, really. Uh, the best player you've played with and against? Ooh. See, that's such a hard question. People ask me that because everyone brings something different to the table that you're playing against. Like someone might be better than in the air. And so for me, like I always had to mark like Abby Wambach and she was always like a foot taller. I feel like than anybody. Um, (laughs) 
But like, obviously, how you play against those people, like Marta is probably the best person I've ever seen on the ball, but you can get into her head. So it's just how you play against people. But I, I respect everybody. I mean, um, gosh, let's see who else. Oh, there's so many good players. But yeah, like Abby was always a force. Um, I mean, I gotta have to, I'm gonna have to say this the French team, yeah. by far, by far the most talented group of ind- individuals and one of the hardest teams you've ever played against. I think if you if you if you watched us play the, the um bronze medal match against them in the Olympics, they were just like pounding us shot after shot after shot. So I think the French team <laughs> in itself is probably one of the hardest teams you've ever played against. So I would say everybody on that team is so good. <laughs> um, honestly, it, it, what's great about women's soccer is that it's still growing. So it's still quite small. So you've got to play with and against like everybody and get to learn from everybody. Um, you know, playing with Carly Lloyd, I absolutely loved playing with Carly Lloyd. She's such a workhorse. Um, Becky Sauerbaum, I got the chance to play with her in Kansas City. And that's how I learned how to play center back was from her. She helped mm-hmm. me so much. So, um, but I, that's a hard question to answer because I think that people are so talented in so many different ways. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think, um, it, like you said, it is quite uh, interesting actually to see um, the the move the movement of players now. Yeah. There seems to be a lot a lot more of that, and obviously, let's say I think um, more opportunities, people getting different experiences now, and that's only obviously helping the. Uh, the, the female game now and, yeah. and because it's I think globally it's become more I- I- accepted mm-hmm. and it sounds yeah. bad I, I, it's no it's all, true it's not all glitz and glam right yeah it's not all gla- definitely, glitz and glam definitely because not. I, 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 <laughs> no definitely not and it's you know it's been it, it's obviously taken a little bit of time and the, the the stereotypes that were around sort of football and women's uh, football is it's unfortunately some of it is still there but I certainly think it's got a lot a lot better and um yeah. Certainly in the UK, you know, more games are televised, and uh, you know, and girls are obviously inspiring or aspired to be um, the players that they're watching on TV now. So it's it's becoming a little bit more global and more accepted for sure, and it's it is quite nice to 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 watch. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan, so and so is Aaron, so it's quite nice. So we we've we've always had a good uh, women's team, yeah. really. I'm on your um, men's so team we, right I, now. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> less, wow, hey, wow. hey, less, less of that. Less of that. You're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. When I said you could, <laughs> when I said you could freely say anything, <laughs> I forgot to say you can't talk about the just Arsenal. Kidding. I have so many Arsenal jerseys. I actually love Arsenal, so. Uh, we'll let you off. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I just. No, but it, it is it is good to see. Yeah, I mean, just going off of that too. I mean, you even see like little boys wanting to aspire to be like these girls. I mean, like an Alex Morgan or something. I mm. mean, it's it's pretty phenomenal. You have them wearing their jerseys and stuff. I mean, there's still a long way to go in a lot of areas. That that's why I'm so passionate about like helping these up and coming players and just the players now. Like, just kind of change the environments for them and just make things better. Um, but it has come a long way since even when I started. And I mean, the pay is getting better. Um, it's just, it's still, it's still a long way to go, but it's pretty cool. The people are accepting more. They're, they're like, Oh, I'd rather, I'd rather watch the women play because, you know, so when people say that, you're like, Oh, cool. You know, like people are actually putting a lot more respect in the game. And I think that's pretty, such a beautiful thing. I think that's, that's the perfect word, isn't it? The perfect description is the respect part of it. 
yeah. I think a lot more people are respecting it nowadays, which is really good to see, especially over the last decade. Uh, yeah. I know from my own experience watching, I think it was the 2015 World Cup, like making sure I was staying up to watch the games. Like previously, I wouldn't, like, you know, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't really be doing that. And, you know, with the Olympics and, and the World Cups being shown a lot more now, it's, uh, yeah, it has really grown. And it's, uh, it is good to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you you uh, you obviously like you're trying to help out the game a little bit. Would, would you ever consider anywhere el- like elsewhere other than the, the states or even Canada? Would you come to somewhere like Europe to to try and um, sort of coach or uh, or assist some some girls in the game? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm really passionate about mentoring and helping the game. Um, I think I've learned a lot through my own journey and now I can use that to help the girls, you know, kind of live out their dreams and just help them with the whole process, the whole, especially like finding an agent life after, um, you know, I think is a big thing for both men and women, the whole dealing with the pressures. And I think there's, I've been talking to some other footballers and there's not really a lot of things that are in place for players. Let's say if they get cut from an Academy team or something like how to deal with it, you've seen, unfortunately, some suicides and some, some things like that, which is, which is really sad because there's nothing set up to help these players deal with it. So I'm mm. doing a lot in the mental space. Um, you know, I started working with this company called Yule Train and just connecting the youth players around the world that are in every league, EPL, Bundesliga, you know, NWSL, MLS, um, connecting the youth with them to kind of see what it's like to be in their shoes, the day in a life, you know, how how we you know approach the game how we learn the game because compared to like I feel like overseas by you guys you know you start young you implement a lot of things that aren't implemented over here and I would love to to change that aspect of it for the youth but just being a mentor um, that's kind of stuff I'm passionate about and I love doing camps so I would love to come over there and do some camps um, coaching I, I just like doing like the camps and just doing the mentoring because I see how much work it is to be a coach. And I, you know, for me, I want to have a family someday, but I, I respect coaches and I love seeing so many more female and women coaches, you know, coming up into the game. I think that's something really special and really cool um, to be applauded. Um, but I'm trying to do anything like right now with my focus is really just helping players, um, kind of just navigate I've had a lot of females that maybe are diamonds in the rough that didn't come from a big school didn't get an opportunity but are phenomenal players and just need an opportunity so kind of helping those types of players I I did a camp with the Gucci on where we were kind of letting um, agents and, and coaches see these diamond in the rough type players um, which I think is something special so that's kind of where my passion lies so if you guys ever want to do something cool together I think we could do make a fun camp or something <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all over that. Obviously, we, we both we both manage uh, sort of amateur teams, basically as well. So here on the on the men's side, so um, it's always nice. We try and give a little bit back uh, to to the sport as well. So yeah, I definitely definitely down for that. And I mean, that's one of the difficult things, like you say, it's not just about um, say the glitz and glam on the field. It is. There's so much more that goes in on off the off the pitch and like you say when the game is done for certain individual no matter what age it's mentally it can it can um it's take its toll as well so i'm glad you kind of mm. you kind of brought that up but uh what, what what's your views aaron have you what, you you got anything uh, on that? well firstly the 
great deal of respect for what you're you're continuing to do because that's that takes a lot because some people just finish you know finish the end of their careers and you know go on to you know presenting or tv punditry or whatever but you're you're taking it further which is really good to see uh and and definitely the uh the offer of coming down and doing camps and and stuff is is something we'd definitely be uh definitely be interested in uh it's really good to see uh while we were talking about the growth of the uh the women's game just before that what how far do you reckon it can more more it can grow I mean, it still has a long way. I mean, if this, it's just for, it's so for like, for me through my journey, like, let's just say like, just to put it in perspective, I didn't retire with, with pretty much any money because we weren't making anything. And I was playing on two Mm. teams, you know, like I'm I'm pretty transparent about it. You, you playing on two teams because your national team is paying for your club team and you're making like well below what people think you're making and compared to the men. So we're working like 10 jobs on the side just to, just to make it through. I, we, we got, you got to get rid of that. These girls need to be pros, you know, they need Mm. to not be able, they need to be able to focus. Um, So that's like something that that's big. And then just, I mean, I don't know, you guys probably see this all the time, but just as we talk about the level of respect, Mm -hmm. you know, like people post about women and the derogatory comments and, you know, the chauvinistic comments that you get is, is it's too much. It's just too much. And so that is a huge part of the game that, that still needs to grow is the, the respect, but it's getting there and having, you know, like the men um, players, the male players, you know, really, applaud the female players and promote them i think has really helped the game a lot um and you know it's i mean it's kind of going hand in hand them doing it together i think is pretty special just to promote the game in general together um, i think has helped the game grow so much but um i think it's i think it's just giving opportunity more opportunities but i also think it's also like with the different countries, I mean, some countries haven't even acknowledged that they have women's teams that were yeah. competing in the Olympic. And I think that's mm. beyond sad. The way of thinking just needs to change completely. And it's just, it makes me really sad, you know, because these girls are so, these women are so talented and they bring so much to the table and they could do so much for their country and for the sport in general, mm. but they're just pushed to the wayward, you know, and people just don't, you know, care about them. And it that still has to grow. But you see, you know, things are changing, like Sweden and a bunch of other countries, England is one of them gave equal pay. Um, so th- I think that, you know, it's there's the steps are being taken. Um, there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Do you think that that's probably one of the bits of the problem is that um, people are still trying to keep comparing the women's yeah. game to the men's game? And the men's game has obviously been going for so yeah. so long, and it's obviously so advanced that people would just automatically think, "Oh, well, the women's game's not that great because they're comparing it to the men's game." Yeah. When is it? It's got to be a time, surely, that it's just got to be looked at its its own right, its own individual levels and right that you don't you don't do that, and then that respect will probably be gained at, at that point. I think that's something that uh, you know I I had to put, probably put my hand up as a younger like a younger adult, should we say, when I was looking at the game, was that oh well you know, it's not as quick as the Premier League, mm-hmm. but then nothing yeah. is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like having to like actually look at it and respect it for, for, for where it is and the, the effort that's gone in and the fact that you you girls don't get anywhere near um, the support that the men's game does mm-hmm. at, at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that I've had to respect it a little bit, a little bit more. And you know what? You, I know you said that we've come a long way, but I've I've gone and watched a couple of the the women's games this year, and I'm still watching what they have to do for themselves. Oh, whereas yeah. we're kind of they're, 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 we're we're quite smothered in the men's game. It's you're smothered as a as a as a young talent. You know, you got everything, everyone waiting mm-hmm. hand on foot. Whereas sometimes I, I don't see that with the 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 talent in the female game, and I think that's something that needs to change. Where you can. To say, like you mentioned, there's protect the talent, encourage them to carry on, and then obviously a uh, mentor them for, through the game. So, um, but yes, I am seeing steps as well, like you. But I, I really, really am looking to support um, this as much as possible from our side as well. I love hearing that. That's that's amazing because you know, I mean, in order to make changes, we have to do it collectively. And if you guys are in that in that space, it's you know, it's all of us doing it together to help the game. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, just reverting back to what you were just saying it's you know i i was speaking to an agent the other day he he he's like a big like nba nfl agent but he was just kind of getting to know the lay of the land in the soccer world and he couldn't believe half the stuff i was telling him about like there are conditions and and the things that we had to do just to just to play a game and um you know obviously he respected it but he was like he was pretty much flabbergasted he was like wait what he was like that really happened like yeah. that's a professional sport it was like unfortunately it is we definitely play for love of the game um <laughs> so but i think for us it's important you know as female athletes with our platforms to be completely transparent about it because then that's going to also create the change i mean even the whole equality talk that people want to argue with us about they don't understand and it's not even about getting equal money it's just about getting better taking care of better actually being appreciated as a professional athlete and all the work and, and, and time that we put into the craft, uh, that's what we're fighting for. And I think people get that misconstrued a little bit and it gets muddled when people are just see like, oh, equal pay, they, they shouldn't get equal pay. They don't blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you guys have absolutely no idea. <laughs> we actually bring in a lot. We actually bring in a <laughs> lot of money and our games sell out when people don't understand that. Yeah. And you, you, know, prob- like, you probably sacrifice yeah. a lot more as well. Oh yeah, it, we we've sacrificed a lot, and mm. and even just like the little things like ticket sales, like our men got being in the FIFA. We're in FIFA. We didn't get the money for that, you know. When you see the men, even college players getting it, so it's just like little things that it's like, hey, you're just supposed to be quiet and you can't really like stand up for yourself if you want to play this game, and you're kind of like, but if we're quiet, how are we gonna make make change? So, mm. yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, you were involved in an advert for Nike last year. How how did that come 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 around? Oh yeah. So I mean, that's what's great about um, being in LA too. There's so many things out here. It's definitely a different world. And you know, they they were doing um, the World Cup commercials and stuff like that. So um, I was lucky enough to get a principal role and, and, and be and <laughs> except for in it I get megged by yeah, I uh, saw, yeah. by Crystal Dunn and I go to her and she's like I Seth I know that would never and I was like I would never <laughs> let that happen to me and I was like I'd never let you get by me like that. You got lucky. But even but even in that too, like that that commercial, Canada wasn't even in it. So it's like there's still so many things that need to be changed and we were we were like fourth in the in the world and we weren't even represented in that commercial so things like that have to change the yeah. fact that you can't even buy our jerseys anywhere has to change so i'm hoping to be a part of that change with the whole with the whole like um 
clothing options and stuff. So that's kind of what I've been working on. I want to do something special for the Olympics and make some some clothing that people can actually buy and represent their their countries. So um, that's something that's that's important to me. But just little changes like that in all aspects of everything in life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that actually blows my mind that you don't get any can't buy any like clothing or anything like that. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, they have like the U.S. jerseys, but then yeah. they have that on the Canadian Nike site, and you're like, well, "What about the Canadian Canadi- jersey?" Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's like That's once mental, in a yeah. while they'll have it, but like it, it's just there's not enough. People want to promote the game and wear their favorite players, and I I see a lot of it on social media. All people saying there's not enough of that, so um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I know you two want my jersey. No, that's mad. I, 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 I want <laughs> jersey. I mean, geez. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let me know where we. Let me know where I can find one, and I can. Uh, okay, I'll send. I'll, I'll I got one. you guys. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'll, I'll be. I'll be happy. I would. To, I'll yeah, be happy definitely. Have, but yeah, I'll be I mean, it's too. red. You can yeah. just fake it but, off yeah, as Arsenal. Got... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I mean, to be honest, I've. I've I've fallen I've fallen foul to the fact that I keep buying clothes yet we're yeah, not allowed right. out of the house. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way because you find yourself okay. doing a lot of online shopping. You're like, wait, I've been wearing the same sweatpants for literally. Like my friends, my friends are like, Lauren, you wear the same sweatshirt all the time. So that's why everyone's making fun of me because I in this video I posted was wearing dolphins and like first of all, all you do is wear dolphins, all you do is yeah. wear Packers and Chicago Bulls and like you just recycle those. And I'm like, look, I got a new sweatshirt, even though I hate the dolphins, but it's fine. It was a pretty color <laughs> so lauren I've, I've actually got a couple of um roots sweatpants yes. and, and, and hoodies so I, i've got the canadian flex going yeah that that is me that's that, they're so comfortable they though and that is that is now that's now my working suit now for the week my, okay, roots, my roots sweatpants, basically yeah that is it now so yeah it's it, it's tough and I, I guess that leads me really to you know how, how you're getting on obviously at the moment uh, you know how, how much have you had to adapt in these sort of testing times um I, I always try not to bring up covid but I always feel like yeah. you have to um so how, how you been getting on getting on with it and what's been keeping you busy um, eating a lot of pancakes no I'm just kidding um <laughs> honestly it's it's been it's been difficult um especially since for me um i was coming off of um i got a really bad concussion last year so i had a lot of concussions and i was coming out i was wondering why i was feeling so sad and down you know going into 2020 and i realized i was had depression that was attributed to all my concussions so i got knocked out cold like playing um because i was playing semi-pro for fun and I got knocked out cold. And then it was just like over time, all the concussions that I've had just kind of put me in this like weird place. And I was kind of struggling with the whole life after soccer thing. Like, what am I going to do with my life? And then you go into 2020, I got some treatment, thankfully, but then you go into a complete lockdown and you're by yourself and you can't finish the treatment. And it was kind of just like, and all my work stopped. Like I was doing camps around the world. I was doing a bunch of fun stuff. And then that's kind of like, goodbye. What do you do? How do you pivot? So now I've thankfully used this time as kind of, you know, self care, but also just like really looking deep into myself and figuring out like my purpose and my why. 
and focus on the things that I really want to do. Because before I was doing so many different things, I wasn't focusing and I was just pushing the things I wanted to do to the side. And then um, thankfully, you know, Yule Train came about and it was something I've always wanted to do is mentor kids and help kids. And um, so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And then I've somehow become like an agent to people. I'm not sure how that that's happened, <laughs> but I, I get a lot of people reaching out to me about about things. So I'm getting like my agent license and, and it, I never thought of myself as an agent, but now I'm like trying to do deals for people. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not bad at this, you know, like just kind of mentoring <laughs> them along um, the journey. Um, it's still, it's still a pivot process, but you know, definitely trying to figure it out. I mean, maybe I'm just auditioning right now to be your third uh, co-host. Yeah. So now I'm just, I'm just you've, done, you've done a good job. Gone. No, no, it's fine. You're doing better. Yeah, than you're doing well. It's been trying for a lot of people, but I've, I've, What's been great about it, in a way, not that anything that, about COVID is great. Um, it's actually very sad, but people are finding themselves a little bit more. And it's given also athletes, especially, the platform to connect with their fans a little bit more and kind mm -hmm. of be a little bit more transparent and people to actually really see them as a person, like big superstar. So I've done a lot of talks with some, you know, athletes and for the and also just like forums with other athletes trying to see how they're getting by and, you know, talking to friends that are still playing and, and how much it, how hard it is on them mentally and just kind of everybody being a sounding board for each other and, and trying to help each other um, is by, is built like this really special that we never had before. So um, that is the one um, slightly positive side of everything that's happened. Yeah. That is that is very true. A lot of uh, you see it all on social media. A lot of uh, sports people they're connecting a lot more with their fans. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you see it a lot more over here as well. Uh, you touched on obviously agency, uh, coaching, mentoring. Is there anything else next for you to do? Um, good question. I don't know. Like I've done a couple of little acting things, which has been a lot of fun. Um. You know, I'm really open to to just kind of see where the journey and where life takes mm. me in this time. Um, I'm just, you know, kind of taking different opportunities and seeing if it's if it fits with my purpose. And um, you know, I will I will say it isn't easy coming off of playing. I still have the itch to play, but I'm like super old, so it's like, you know, I can't really go back and do that. So. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll just be a chef and cook pancakes forever for everybody. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm kind of just open and, and seeing where life takes me and just trying to remain positive. No, it's good. It's good to hear. And that's it. That's it. That's the message I think for everyone at the moment is to try and stay as positive as, as mm -hmm. possible. Right. Um, during this time and anything, anything you do, but, um, I, I'm all for you uh, being a pancake chef, but maybe not in a dolphin. Yeah, jumper. I know. Um, no one, no one I needs know. to see I, that. I, I totally, <laughs> I totally messed that one up. It was just kind of what I woke up in, and I'm just like, let's let's go make some pancakes. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think your fellow cheeseheads. I be mean, too the messages, the messages I'm getting right now. I'm like, everyone, slow your roll. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it was just a pretty color. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still ready for. <laughs> 
And I, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, you know, I, I know you want to probably say uh, that the Packers, but realistically, who, who do you, who do you see taking it this year? It's hard because people always surprise you in playoffs. You could have like an amazing season and then just totally crash and burn and then, or vice versa. You know, obviously I, I have to say the Packers are, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are, they're so fun to watch. So I'd be either one of those. I, I don't think I could go for, for anybody else. I just, I, I just don't think I could do it to myself. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting because obviously I know, I know obviously, yeah. Wait, sorry for again, listeners, this is, strictly normally a soccer <laughs> show or football show right but we are we we're, we're catering for all but uh we obviously have um but yeah you know it was the vets the vets qbs you know you've got uh, aaron Rodgers on we obviously saw big ben back mm-hmm. just bail out but we've still got the the oldest in oldest in the league there with tom brady and drew Brees about to, to head off yeah. as well now so well it's uh definitely an in, in, interesting round this year i will right? say i i love drew Brees though only for the fact that he's a boiler maker like me um so the saints the saints you know i mean i don't really ever want to root for tom brady but he is phenomenal i can't i can't you put it past him but being with the patriots for so long i just ugh. patriots and cowboys ugh, and vikings and bears just not ugh. anybody associated with those teams i just i can't so but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun hey i might even be rooting for the browns who knows i love the underdogs so <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we I'm not very keen on yeah. Baker Mayfield, if I'm honest. So um, I can't. I don't think I can do. I don't yeah, think I can either. do that. But uh, no, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, it'll be a, a a nice end. And and again, it's just fortunate to have uh, more sport for us to watch yeah. right now. Um, whilst we are obviously stuck at stuck at home, looking forward to obviously yeah the um the World Cups and any Olympics that are obviously coming up. I know it keeps yeah. getting delayed. Obviously over in uh, is it Beijing, no, isn't it? Olympics. Tokyo. Um, Tokyo. Yeah, but Tokyo, that's it. Be- Tokyo, that's Be- it. No, Be- yeah. Beijing. We have Beijing previous. Olympics. We already had that. <laughs> it's one. okay. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, previously. Yeah. So I'm keep I'm trying okay. to keep You're up. doing I'm a great job. Um but yeah, so <laughs> see I know I told you, Aaron, she was coming <laughs> to my job, I think. I think this is it. She's trying to put me in place. Um, but no, Lauren, obviously, really appreciate you obviously taking your time out um, to, to speak to us today and obviously um, give, give us your views on, on what's been going on in the uh, the women's game. Where, where, can our, where can our listeners find you and, um, you know, listen to any of your, your Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at L Sesselman. And I also have a podcast coming out where we're going to be connecting with a lot of um you know, amazing footballers. So it's called the pro mentality. So that will be coming soon. So you guys can just take a look at my page. Um, and then also I'll be co-hosting these two as well. So you guys could just uh, stay on <laughs> from playing out from the back <laughs> and check us out <laughs> till next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess Instagram is my biggest, my biggest, my biggest thing. So, and then follow us at you'll train sports. If you guys have a lot of the youth that are out there listening, um, come on because we're going to be having some awesome players that you guys can connect with. So it's something cool for everybody. There you go, guys, go and make sure you uh, tune in, have a listen, get, Give Lauren a follow. Don't forget to carry on listening to us <laughs> first. Okay, guys. Yeah. Just to say, um, but no, Lauren, honestly being great. Aaron, always a pleasure. And, uh, till next time, guys. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.